Blind Living Radio is brought to you by HP Ink and Toner Cartridges. Precision engineered to work together with your HP printer. Industries for the Blind presents Blind Living Radio, where you'll hear interesting topics, fun stories, and important news about our blind and visually impaired community. It's time now for Blind Living Radio. everybody you are listening to blind living radio coming to you from the beautiful hp studio my name is danielle crapo with harley thomas hey harley hello danielle hi hi so how's it going it's going very well the sun's out it's warm it is summertime ideal day for a rant i actually have a little rant you have a rant i do Again, just a small one. Our listeners go again. It's just a rantlet. It's just a tiny one. Just a little one today. Yeah. So I am basically addicted to Facebook. And you you are addicted I to am. Facebook. I am. I'm on Facebook right now. Just your kidding. boss doesn't like it. He I think doesn't. But you know all the all the cute pictures and all the that everybody posts. I um, miss out on those a lot, even though they are you know in my in my feed. Because there's no captions to them. You have to caption photos, Danielle. I make it a personal point to caption my photos. Is that important because you're blind? It is. Is that why? Yeah. We forgot to tell the listeners you're blind. All the new listeners. We get new listeners every week. It's very exciting. Welcome. Now that we're on iTunes, people just keep finding this show. Well, yeah. I mean. It's going to the moon. To the moon. And speaking of the moon, we could take pictures of the moon, but we'd have to describe it. Picture of moon. Picture of moon or like picture of half moon or it it actually it's a good writing exercise. A friend of mine told me that it's a good writing exercise because you have to be succinct but descriptive enough for somebody to get it. Isn't that? Ah, it's very true. It is. What's the character limit on that? I never hit a character limit. There's not, there isn't one, but Okay, that's because you know. my descriptions are normally boring. <laughs> picture of moon. <laughs> picture of moon. Picture of well, I really don't post pictures of my kids doing anything. I don't post enough. That's what it is. I think, yeah, it's all about content. You have to post it. I need to post more, don't I? Yeah, you do. Yeah. We could post about HP. We could. Here's my new HP printer. It's shiny. But see, okay, but then I wouldn't know what printer it is. Well. It could look like a pink pony, and I would never know because you didn't describe it to me. I would really have to show you. Here's my original HP toner cartridge. Yes. That's better. Yeah. So. Model number. Since we're talking about pictures. Yeah, let's talk pictures. Yeah. I love pictures. We have a legally blind photographer joining us on the show today. So. I want to hear what she does. Yeah, her name's Tammy neat. Ruggles. Tammy. And um, we're going to just get her on the phone and talk to her about how she creates her art. Great. You've got the phone on your side of the table today. As usual. Hello? Hey, Tammy, it's Danielle from Blind Living Radio. Hi, Danielle. How are you? I'm fine today, thanks. So in the studio with me is my co-host, and his name's Harley. Hi, Tammy. Hi, Harley. Hello. I'm the sighted one of the dynamic duo on this side. I understand. So we uh, wanted to share with our listeners a little bit about how you take pictures and how you do photography despite being legally blind. So I just wanted to ask, first of all, how did you get into or interested in photography? Okay, well, I've always been interested in photography from an early age, but due to my vision uh, problem, which is RP, that held me back because with a lot of RP people that have it, they can't see in the 
in the dark or at my have night blindness, which I do. Right. So I put it in the dark room and mix chemicals and check on the progress of the development and all those things that you do when you when you do classical uh, or classic photography. I couldn't do those, so I just sort of set that aside. And I did use a disposable camera once in a while, you know, just to sort of take family pictures and stuff. But that wasn't really what I wanted to do with photography. I wanted it to be an art form, but I couldn't do it. So I just let it go until years later, 2013, was when I started hearing about how easy it was to use a point-and-shoot digital camera set on auto. I thought, wow, I didn't have to, you know, change the settings. I couldn't see them anyway, but I couldn't change the settings. I didn't have to worry about developing anything. It was developing cameras. So really that camera, along with my large monitor that I use, which is 47 inches, well, if you're visually impaired, you can understand how that helps. You know, you can enlarge everything. Sure, yep. including, absolutely. Including photos. So this has helped me discover and live the dream of photography that I always wanted to do. So you mentioned that you started getting back into photography when you started using a digital camera. Do you use any, Do you use analog cameras at all? No, no, I, I don't. Once I discovered how easy it was to use a point and shoot, that was it. I really don't need anything else. You know, this is what I do. So no, right no classic film photography, and your no. and your photos are great, by the way. Well, thank you. I'm glad you. I'm glad you like them. So, other than your large monitor, do you use any sort of magnification software or any other um, assistive technology? Well, sometimes I zoom in on it a little closer, but that's still on my monitor. You know, that magnification program that comes with the Windows, I think. So that sometimes I do that, but really no, I just stick the USB cord into the computer and there it uploads and that's really all I have is my camera and the monitor. Two things that I use. Maybe some post-editing, post-processing on a photo editing thing to make it sharper maybe or more contrast. So that's, so as far as adaptive equipment go with the actual camera and the actual shooting, do that, so how do you find your subjects and then frame the subjects with your camera? Normally, I know regular photographers without a vision problem just they look out there, they see what they like, and they go take a picture of it. I do that in a small way. I'm, the closer I am to something, the easier it is for me to see it, even though it's blurry. Like if I'm walking out in the yard, I'll say, oh, well, there's a flower. But I get you know, really close where I can see it, you know, and I put my camera really close to, to it. I don't know why. I guess it's like my eyes in a way so that then I snap the picture. The other way I do it is by not really seeing what's out there. I just raise the camera up around and shoot, you know, and clip the shutter. I, because it's the farther away something is, like a landscape or a farm scene or a fence or something, I know it's out there because I've passed by a million times. I grew up around here. I know it's there, but I can't really see it. But my camera does. So I clip the shutter, bring my camera back, hook it up to the laundry, and there it is. Like, oh, that's what it was out there. It was a, it was a, a pretty sunset or a bird in a tree or something like that. I, I hope that makes some sense, but that is how I do it. It, it does. It does. I, I'm by no means a professional photographer or anything, but I remember when my store, in my sorority we were out on like an outing or something, and mm-hmm. we took pictures, and I caught a shot of a girl jumping in midair, and I had no cool. idea. Awesome. <laughs> I know. Accidents happen, don't they, when you have that camera? Yeah. They sure um, do. Hey, Tammy, you know yeah. what? We are to a point. We need to take a short break to hear from our sponsor, okay. Industries for the Blind. I'm Harley sure. Thomas with Blind Living Radio. We are with Tammy Ruggles. 
And we will be right back. Blind Living Radio will be right back after these messages. Blind Living Radio is supported by Industries for the Blind in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Creating employment opportunities for the blind and visually impaired from coast to coast. Direct from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this is Blind Living Radio from Industries for the Blind. Welcome back to Blind Living Radio. My name is Danielle Crapo in the studio with Harley Thomas. Hey, Harley. Hello, Danielle. And we are on the phone with Tammy Ruggles, a legally blind photographer. Welcome back, Tammy. Hi. So before the break, we were talking about, you know, how you find your subjects that you take pictures of. But I want to know, what are your favorite things to take pictures of? Well, to be honest, um, I've tried taking pictures of people, like in portraits, as in a studio setting, like sitting down there waiting for you to take a picture. I can't really do that because I don't see a person's features very well. I can't see them looking at me. Are they... Is their head cut off? Uh, how's the lighting? You know, those things don't work for me. So I have to do other things, which would be landscape. I love nature anyway. So that is not a, a sacrifice in any way to go out there and shoot what I love, which is mountains or fields, trees, you know, snow. Uh, I love snow just because it's the contrast. It's all white and there's some block stuff out there, which are trees mostly or buildings and stuff. Whatever's handy, whatever's closest to me. I don't travel that much because I can't drive, but whatever's out there closest to me is what I tend to take pictures of in landscapes. Tammy, how do people, how can listeners see your work or view your work? Where, where can they go to see some of the your beautiful images? Well, I have a website that I started in 2013, uh, which is, I got started, it was already there on DeviantArt. Um, that's where artists go upload their stuff. They can keep a journal there. And publications that are somewhat interested in looking at it or purchasing a print can go there and just see what's there and just check it out. Um, yes, and that, that's the first thing that comes up in Google when I when I Google the name Tammy Ruggles. Really? <laughs> Tammy with a Y. Yes, with a Y. So, well, yes, DeviantArt, DeviantArt comes up first. It might be because I look at a lot of things that are blind-related on my system, and Google probably knows mm-hmm. that. They know a lot probably. about us, don't they? A lot. <laughs> yes, maybe too much. <laughs> maybe, maybe too much. Maybe. But your images—you've got some really stunning images, and I know you're shooting a few different, you know, black and white, and you've got some nice color oh, stuff on that. there. Yeah, which I really I like. You also do color. finger painting. Yes, I have finger painted. That was in thirteen, two thousand thirteen as well when I started that. So I've been busy the last two years. <laughs> It sounds like it, but the art is gorgeous. It's beautiful, beautiful art. So, Tammy, I'm curious, if a legally blind person wanted to get started in photography, what camera or monitor would you recommend for them? I think one key is to find the right camera for you. It may not be what I use, but in my case, since I can't read settings on a computer and I don't do touch screen, that would, you know, be not possible for me. Mm-hmm. I find a, I found a camera, a Sony RX100 that works for me. The reason being, I can set it on auto. It takes good high megapixels for other people to see, you know, just for publication. And the knob on it notches that you can actually feel as you turn it so you know intuitively where you're going with that. Like, you can tell it, it's on landscape. Is it on macro? 
you know, or something, because you can tell by the notches that will turn where you're at. Okay, so because I know because I know my digital camera, I can turn the knobs on the top a little bit, and it'll beep at yeah. me a little bit, and I can kind of tell. Well, mine doesn't really beep, but I just know if I'm doing it often enough where I'm at on it. Well, it's just like when you tie your shoes without looking, you, you kind of know how to do it. After a while, you just can do it without looking. It's the same. And that's a Sony that you're using, right? That is a Sony. I've tried other cameras. They're not bad. Like a little Nikon point-and-shoot or a Polaroid or a Canon. I've tried them all. But I really like the Sony because of the notched knob at the top. Okay. And what's the model on the, on the one you shoot normally? It's a Sony RX100. Okay, the RX100, sure. The others are fine, but I just think this is my favorite one so far, and I want to stick with it. I'm putting it on my Christmas list. Christmas <laughs> okay. list. Your list is really long, my Danielle. List is really long. <laughs> well, Tammy, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Well, thank you for having me, both of you. Yeah, you're very welcome. So if our listeners want to check out Tammy's art, her photography, she is on DeviantArt. If you just Google her, you will find her, Tammy Ruggles. My name is Danielle Crapo in the studio with Harley Thomas. Thank you, Danielle. Yes, then I want to thank our sponsors, HP and Industries for the Blind, for a great show today. So until next week, everybody. Blind Living Radio is proud to be supported by Industries for the Blind in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. To learn more about Industries for the Blind, go to IBMILW.com and find out how you can directly help support the blind community. Blind Living Radio is brought to you by HP Ink and Toner Cartridges. Precision engineered to work together with your HP printer. This is Tammy Ruggles, Legally Blind Photographer, and you're listening to Blind Living Radio. 